you know, technology can be a wonderful thing and it can help us in so many ways, but there's always kind of a downside to technology. I discovered shortly after I arrived at St. Margaret of York that my parents actually listened to all my homilies online. <laughs> so <laughs> I was trying to figure out maybe there's some password code we could put in there, but so I realized then that I really had to watch the stories that I tell <laughs> because they would very quickly get back to home and I would hear about them. Um, we read about in today's gospel the miracle of how Jesus multiplies the loaves for so many people, 5,000 people. Uh, the only other person that I know of that has done something similar has been my mother. My dad, much to the horror of my mom, usually it's when we have guests over, he begins to talk about uh, his honeymoon. <laughs> and I've heard him talk many a time, and my mom just telling him to shut up. <laughs> my dad would say, talk about a honeymoon, and one of the first meals that my mom cooked for my dad was a Chinese meal. And, uh, you know, the chicken teriyaki and all that kind of stuff. That all went okay. And then she got to the point where she had to prepare the white rice. So she went out and bought a box of white rice. So she looked at the box and she said, that's about enough for two people. <laughs> so she proceeded to pour into a saucepan uh, the box of white rice with a little bit of water. And my dad said she began to prepare it, and, and all of a sudden it started to overflow. So she got out another saucepan and poured half of it into that saucepan. And then it kind of continued to grow and grow. And my dad said at the end they had about six or seven saucepans of white rice at the end, right? So he said never in his life had he eaten so much white rice and never had he imagined that it would be during his honeymoon, right? So we read something similar in today's gospel, although Jesus Christ does an amazing thing. I don't know if you knew this, but the multiplication of the five loaves is the only miracle, the only miracle that's recorded in all four Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Out of all the miracles that Jesus Christ has performed, today's miracle is the only one that's recorded. Right, as you know full well, we have the three-year cycle when we do Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And what happens is since Mark is a shorter account, we need to fill in some Sundays in order to make it through ordinary time. So what the church has done, usually we read from the Gospel of John during Christmas time and preparation for Christmas, Easter time and preparation for Easter. But what the church has done is she's taken the sixth chapter of St. John's Gospel to fill in those missing Sundays, we might say, or those free Sundays when it comes to Mark's gospel. 
You might say, well, why is it that the church chooses the sixth chapter of St. John? Today we read from the beginning of the sixth chapter of St. John. Interesting enough, St. John does not speak about the institution of the Eucharist. Since he wrote his Gospel later, around 90 A.D., Matthew, Mark, and Luke's version were already circulating. And they had a very detailed account of how Jesus took the bread and said, this is my body, and took the cup and said, this is my blood. So John chose not to speak about what everyone knew. He chose to dwell on what we refer to as the bread of life discourse in the sixth chapter of John. That discourse where Jesus speaks in depth about the tremendous gift, the tremendous miracle of his body and his blood. The bread that we become is body, the, blood, the wine that we become is blood. And what starts off this discourse of Jesus is the multiplication of the loaves. Right? I just want to mention one little thing, one little aspect or one little phrase from today's Gospel. Right? Something that maybe we just skip over quickly and we don't think about. And it's about the young boy there who offers five barley loaves. Interesting, because if we go to the very first reading from the second book of Kings, it talks about a man came to Elisha, the man of God, bringing to Elisha 20 barley loaves. The first reading and the Gospel are connected by barley loaves. Interesting. And the church does this on purpose. What's so important about barley loaves that our first reading and our Gospel both mention? And within the only miracle that all four gospel writers mention. Right? Interesting question. So what's up with the barley loaves? Barley loaves were the food of the poor. For us, it's probably the food of those that want to lose weight, <laughs> right? So we're kind of confused. We're like, oh yeah, barley, okay, I guess they like barley. Now, barley loaves were the food of the poor. What's happening in today's Gospel? Jesus is feeding thousands of people, right? Think of the festival that's going on, right? Thousands of people he's feeding thanks to the little bit that the poor offer Jesus. 
This little boy was obviously poor. The little that he had, Jesus made it suffice for thousands. You can say, well, how does that apply to me in my life? Reflect and think, how many times do I hold back in my life because I think, well, I don't have the qualities. I wouldn't be good at that. I could never convince my neighbor of X, Y, and Z. I don't have the qualities. I'm not good enough. Right? How many times have, have we fallen into that? That we've not done what we should have, or maybe even wanted to have done, because we think, I'm not good enough. I don't have what it takes. There's other people that are better qualified. And yet Jesus, the one thing he's trying to tell us in today's gospel, before he launches into the Bread of Life discourse, he's saying, I want your littleness. All I need is for you to give me the little that you have. I don't need great things and great plans and great qualities. All I need is you. That's what God is telling us. All I want is you as you are. And let me use you to do so many great things.